Hello and welcome to the Joey Harris Show for November the 1st, 2020. I am your host, Joey Harris, and joining me today is the man who wants to know if you would want sweet glaze, cinnamon sugar, chocolate, white chocolate, fudge, M&M's, caramel dip, mint chip, chocolate chip, marshmallows, nuts, toffee nuts, coconut, peanut butter drizzle, Oreos, sprinkles, cotton candy bits, or powdered sugar on your pretzel. And no cutting in line, by the way. (laughs) Big TJ, how are you, sir? What's going on, my guy? It's pretzel day. How you doing, man? Man, I tell you what. Some days I feel like Stanley. I'm like on pretzel day. I like pretzel day. But he was not about. He was not all about Phyllis cutting in line. I don't care if that's your fiance or your husband. <laughs> Y'all can hug afterwards. Stop that cutting stuff. Nope. Nope. Not today. That's <laughs> alright. If you ever have the chance, Google Michael Scott pretzel toppings. That's where I got this. Mm-hmm. And the number of people who have uh, done that recipe. You can see the recipe fully online and all that. It's just, it is a lot if you look at it. My man got it and was like good for like three hours. He was getting everything done and then he crashed hard. <laughs> That's it. Like that that sugar rush is something serious, man. I mean... You know, like I, I, I have got to get back before Peacock takes off and off of Netflix. I gotta, I gotta watch it again, man. It's been a while since I watched it. Yeah, man. I tell you what, it's just, oh goodness. I have found though a small tangent. Mm-hmm. You know, Michael Scott is good. Is great, not good. He is great at one thing, and as he put in his commercial, that is. Unlimited paper in a paperless world. <laughs> he can sell paper like nobody's business, but he was not cut out to be a boss, even though he no. thinks he is. But if you just let him sell paper, they would never have gotten in, into any financial trouble at all because he that's all he would have done all day long because he's really good at it. Well, but, and the, the, go ahead, go ahead. No, but it's like the old... Uh, well, actually, it's the it's the Dilbert principle. I don't know if you've ever heard of the Dilbert principle. You you keep uh, promoting people up to their level, and then when they are not at their level anymore, like they can't go any higher, we just put them in management to get them out of the way. <laughs> That's it. That's it. Well, what were you going to say? Well, no, like um, looking like so you you made the statement that you know had they let Michael sell they probably wouldn't have been in the financial situation that they were in it's funny because Michael got a lot of credit that I didn't necessarily think that he deserved because they would say you know he absorbed the the Stanford branch you know and kept cost down he didn't keep cost down all the employees quit so if everyone from Stanford is leaving, but yet they're still able to, you know, get the sales numbers because you got Dwight and Jim, you know, then, yeah, it's going to look like Michael Scott is a superstar, but he definitely wasn't, man. I mean, they were giving him accounts, and he was getting rid of all of the, the, the workforce that came with the accounts. It's like, to quote one of our other, or yeah, one of our other favorite shows, it's like King of the Hill. He was playing lawyer ball. (laughs) (laughs) 
he he kept cause he he kept costs down, but they didn't say how he kept costs down. Big facts. The pitcher could walk me, couldn't he? <laughs> That's don't, lawyer ball, son. Don't play lawyer balls. <laughs> but today I want to get in. I'm I have a reading challenge that I'm doing for this year, and I listen to a lot of audiobooks. And one that I was listening to is that an adaptation of uh, Joan um, Didion's novel, The Year of Magical Thinking. It's a woman uh, who's, uh, well, it's a, it's a memoir. Her daughter, her only daughter, gets married, is, is like still in the newlywed stage, goes through Christmas with her new husband, wakes up, I think, the next day, and she's like, oh, I don't feel good. She goes to the doctor. They're like, oh, there's something going around. The next day, it gets worse. She goes to the emergency room. All of a sudden, she's in the emergency room. Her body is shutting down. They don't know what is happening. They have to put her in a induced coma. Her woman and her husband go and visit her. They come back home. The woman fixes her husband a drink. He drinks it. She's making dinner. And then he falls over and dies. And she's talking about what is called the year magical thinking is what people get into when a close loved one passes away. That if you do things in a certain order, if you do things a certain way, it's magical thinking. Somehow everything will be undone and everything will go back to the way it is. And she finds out what it really is, is that you're doing things in a certain way. So that your life is not falling apart anymore. Okay. And one of these things for her is she loves to do the crossword puzzle. And she's doing it one day and something like four down is the the clue is sometimes you feel like. And she thinks it's a motherless child. That was some popular song or standard Mm -hmm. or something like that. And she starts thinking about that and. It brings back great memories, and she's like, that, that was a pretty easy clue, but she looks, and four down is four letters, and she doesn't know what it is. But to me, it's the first thing I thought of. Sometimes you feel like a nut. Sometimes you don't, you know? The, the uh, Almond Joy Mounds, yeah. Yeah, yeah. But she did, she's like, four letters? What? Like, she has no clue what it is. And what... And it got me thinking of people who have that locked in thinking. Like to me, automatically, I would have thought of a nut. If it had been, sometimes you feel like if it had been a motherless child, I'd have been like, that's too many, too too many many letters letters. for a nut. But I, I automatically thought of it. She didn't think of it. It's this locked in mentality that people get about something. They can't see any other way they just look at everything one way and i see the world really coming to this um we don't really get political here but everybody's got everybody's got their team and this is my team i may not agree with everything that's on the team but i agree i guess with most of it so i have to believe in it even if the people who are leading my team are jerks they're like, oh, uh, well, and so you you start to get into that locked in thinking. So you have to 
justify everything that they've done, even if you don't believe in it. And I have seen a lot of that, at least the past week. As we're recording this, the election is still a couple of days away, and so we don't know who's who, who's won. Um, may not know for a couple of weeks or months <laughs> who's, who, who's won. You, you never know what's going to happen, but I've found that more with anything else. People get that locked-in mentality to where they see the, sometimes you feel like a motherless child, and that's all they see. They don't see the, sometimes you feel like a nut. What do you think about that? I mean, I uh, 100% um, agree with you, man. It's like um, you, you, you have a problem arise, and the only thing you can see is what's obviously, you know, what, what, what popped in your head. I mean, like, obviously, you know, you, 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 you gave the example, you know, sometimes you feel, and she's just like, that song is in her head, like a motherless child. Like, that's just what was in her head. And then you can't see what would be to you or I, what would be obvious because, you know, it's like, uh, was it with the slum dog, the whole slum dog millionaire thing? Yeah. You know, each answer was based on something that he experienced in his life. So because of that, you can only see, you know, what you can see. Um, but, you know, it, it stinks because you brought the whole political side of it into it. And I'm just like, it's crazy how, you know, you'll support your team uh, even at a detriment to yourself. Because we all have people from all these different walks of, walks of life that we associate with. So how can you say with all your heart and soul that you love me when the team that you're rooting for doesn't care about me and my well-being at all? Like, that creates problems for me because you're like, oh, man, I got all this love for you, TJ. Um, but the team that I'm rooting for would love to see you gone. And I'm just going to ignore that because I got to vote for my team, but yet I got to tell you that I love you too. Like that, it's just creating hypocrisy and shenanigans. So yeah, I, and I, and I'm glad that you know we don't usually talk about politics here, man, because that that's a whole different bag. You you get to. I found that I, I read a book. This is not going to be my recommendation, but I have to talk about it. Um, running a book club here on campus because we've got so many, most of our uh, classes and things are online mm -hmm. through Zoom meetings or online things. And we wanted to do engagement opportunities. So we started a book club and the book that we just finished reading is called The Paris Architect okay. about, about a guy who is an architect during occupied France in World War II. And you've got, they're occupied by Germany and most people are just trying to live their lives. But if you're part of the resistance in in France, then if you said hello to a Nazi officer, then they'll like cut your throat. Wow. Like like how and this guy is is coerced into making buildings, factories for the Germans. And but also at the same time. Uh, the guy that he's getting his commissions through is commissioning him to also build hiding places for Jews in apartments, which can, that's an automatic death. Right. So if, 
if they get caught and they find out that you helped them, you will automatically die. Uh, so he's he's walking this tightrope of life, but everybody else has got this locked in thinking. But to him, for most of the time, it was commissions. You know, I don't want to know. I know what you're doing. I don't want to know the particulars, but I'll take the money. Eventually, he learns the the human element of it, but still has to walk the tightrope and play the game because of um, you're you're too friendly to the to the Germans is what the resistance people are saying. Uh, And the Germans are like, no, you need to build these factories for us or we'll kill you. So he's like, you know, eventually he's like, I can't, I can't, I can't win. And there's one part of it. It's a minor part. Uh, the resistance takes him to one of his factories and makes him show them where to place the dynamite so they could blow it up because mm-hmm. it hasn't started making bombs yet. It's an artillery factory. So they're going to blow it up to prevent them from going in and making bombs. Mm-hmm. And so he, he shows them where to place it. And he's like, Give me the detonator. If I'm going to show you where to blow this building up, I'm going to blow it up myself. It's like my creation. It's my baby. So he's like, he had to get out of his locked-in thinking to to yeah. just to just survive. And he eventually does. It's a great book. Um, but we are in Thanksgiving season. We are in November. Do you have any Thanksgiving traditions? And if so, are they changed this year because of everything that is going on? Um, no, um, no, no, tra- no traditions that have been canceled due to everything going on with COVID. I think that was, I, I wanted to answer your question in its entirety. So do I have traditions? Yes. Do I have anything that's been canceled? No. Um, we, uh, we, we like to, uh, you know, just have a, a small Thanksgiving here, um, here in the house. That's always been what we've done. Um, I think for the past like six or seven years. Uh, we'll have a, a small little something here at the house, and then my wife will take the kids over to her mom's um, to, to to hang out with her for a little bit. Um, social distancing being what it, what it is, you know, her mother doesn't hang out with anybody. She's a loner. So we don't feel bad, you know, taking the kids over there and letting them have fun with the cat and everything. So, no, uh, Thanksgiving will be like that uh, again this year, really low-key. We don't invite a whole bunch of people from all walks of life around like Granite. You know, I'm a board game player, so once upon a time, you know, I'd like to have a game night uh, on Thanksgiving night, uh, play some Taboo and things of that nature, Cards Against Humanity, but uh, that even that was uh, a while ago. I'm more removed from that than anything else, man. So, yeah, Thanksgiving is... I just want some yams. I really want some yams, Joey. I was about to ask you, what are your go-to Thanksgiving foods? So, I mean, if... So, all right, so living in the South and having uh, Bojangles here, Bojangles offers their fried turkey that you can purchase and cook at home. Um, so I always love to do that because I don't eat leftovers any other time of the year except for Thanksgiving. Thanksgiving is the one time a year that I will gr- gladly say that I'll eat, eat, I'll warm something up, you know? Um, so getting that fried turkey, fried turkey from Bo- Bojangles, mac- oven-baked macaroni and cheese, uh, don't don't come at me, you know, with some stovetop mess. Look, I got nothing against Velveeta shells and cheese, just not on Thanksgiving. Um, <laughs> I co-sign, I triple co-sign that. Seriously, I would right? get a notary for that. Yes. 
and then and then yams um and yeast, yeast rolls obviously yeast rolls are delicious but yams to me man uh not a lot of people know what a yam is they look at sweet potatoes and they assume that sweet potatoes are yams and that's not the case they're a whole completely different thing they're prepared different they taste different i would like a yam pie this year uh you know instead of going the sweet potato pie route give me a yam pie and uh and then you can just leave me alone uh d- don't even talk to me for the rest of the day <laughs> just give me a yam pie <laughs> you know that if I, I just realized something that would be my life's motto not necessarily pie i mean not necessarily yam but just give me a pie and leave me alone leave me alone <laughs> that i would i would just be, be wonderful with that just give me a pie and leave me alone you know i can i can feel that I am down with that. I am also down with the dressing. Mm. Uh, and also green bean casserole. Some baked mac and cheese. Give me some turkey. I got to have a little gravy. Not Don't go over on the gravy. I don't want my gravy. I don't want my meal swimming in gravy. But give me a little gravy. The yeast rolls, I'm with you on that. Some pie. Then leave me alone for a little while. Mm-hmm. I may take a nap. <laughs> Don't put the food away. I'm com- I'm coming back. I'm coming back. <laughs> oh, this is this is my wife. I love her to death, but she's like, oh, we got to get ready for winter. It's cold where we are. So she'll make us like little trays that we can freeze. I'm like, don't start putting that stuff. I'm not done yet. I appreciate what you do because we always have way too much food. But I want something for later on. And then later on after that. Right. <laughs> because it's it's our it's our next uh, topic. But before this year, I'm sure this year everything is off the table. Before this year, uh, in Maine, you cannot open a store before midnight on Friday. Nothing can be open on Thanksgiving other than like a gas station, but like big retail stores can't open. Like, so they don't have the early bird come 6 PM on Thanksgiving. Everything starts at midnight. So she and her friends, they go off. I'm like, you have fun. I'm just going to be here with my turkey and my leftovers watching something or just enjoying the solitude and, and all of that. But yeah, that is that. Um, what do you think Black Friday is going to look like this year? Oh, now, see, now here's a, I, I haven't even thought about. I've, I've thought about Black Friday because as I'm sitting here talking to you on this desktop that we just got this week, I only got it to hold on to it until Black Friday whenever I can actually just go out and purchase something for the cheap. Um, so that's the only time I've thought about Black Friday, but I'm just sitting here like, wow, like, it, it has to be different because when I first came back to fit, um, to, to the area that I'm in, when mm-hmm. I first came back, um, I remember being out late night on, uh, on, you know, Thursday night going into Friday and seeing the line at the Best Buy go all the way back up that major road that it's on, you know, and you know which one I'm talking about. Mm-hmm. And then going over to the Walmart by the college that we used to work at and seeing the line, the parking lot completely full. Like that is a huge parking lot. So for every parking space to be taking up all the way back to the pizza hut and the, and the Chick-fil-A, like all of that stuff is full up. 
it can't be like that um, with social distancing being what it is. Hell, stores down here, I don't know how it is up there, but stores down here actually have uh, lower than usual capacity numbers um, than they have, have in the past. You know, Fire Marshal said you could only have 200 people. Well, because of COVID, now you can only have 125. You know, like, so... I think Cyber Month, Cyber Monday is what it is. Is that the yeah? Yep, I think Cyber yep. Monday is going to get a lot more love this year, um, because what what a lot of people didn't understand. I mean, like with Walmart and stuff like that, they put their Black Friday sales available online two weeks before Black Friday anyway. So you were able to actually go and purchase a television at that that Black Friday rate early. So why not do that and avoid the crowd? I mean, I get the whole science behind going out on black friday because you feel like you're going to catch a deal that you weren't going to see online it's like nothing's like going and seeing the dvd bin where you can see what's what's 50 cents and what's a dollar and you know i i haven't seen team america in years let me buy this for 50 cents yep but and, and you don't get that online necessarily but still the big ticket stuff that you're looking at it's already available don't give yourself the opportunity to get sick i think that's done and uh well target and walmart both said at least they i mean they said this four or five months ago they were not going to be open on thanksgiving they didn't know what their black friday plans were yet but they weren't at least were not opening early and i saw on tv or on an ad for a show that i was about to watch or something online target has just made it we're, we're doing the month worth of deals there's an there's new deals every week so it maybe this is your week to get that electronic or or home home set or something piece of furniture or whatever it is that you're looking for maybe it's this week next week maybe it's the toy that you're looking for so they're running like a month of deals i'm thinking to discourage people like look yeah we'll probably still have something in the store but I think everything's going like that's what our state was also going to that. We had lines outside of Walmart mm -hmm. for months and they just recently relaxed. Our governor relaxed it a little bit so that we can have more people in the store as long as you're wearing a mask. But the guy is still there counting with his with his uh, little tablet in his hand, how many people are going in and how many people are going out. Right. And, and he may say we're we're at capacity right now. You can you can go out, so I'm expecting to see the long lines for uh, for Black Friday. But I realized something several years ago, our first year here, where we were doing the Black Friday sales, we didn't know at the time that all the big stores were closed. So we go out. I was trying to go to Best Buy to get an iPad for myself and for my mother-in-law. Best Buy is closed, and. That's when it said they said we'll be open at midnight, and I'm like, I'm not going back out at midnight. Right. And I looked online; you can get the same deal online. And I'm like, you know what? No need for me to ever go out again. <laughs> Click. I will buy both of these. Thank you very much. <laughs> had them ship. Had them shipped to me. Yeah. And um, didn't have to leave. But I remember you and I talking a lot of times about when we were getting the the, the big DVD sales. In that store that was right next to the deli, I'm trying not to. to yeah, that would that was our place on on Black Friday because they would have really great deals. And I'm still, uh, for the most part, I am still 
I guess, a throwback kind of guy. I like physical media. Mm. Like you were talking about, you know, I, I need to watch The Office before Peacock takes right. it off of netflix i'm i'm starting to get where i need to get the sets of all these shows just in case it becomes difficult and i don't want to pay five dollars or whatever it is a dollar a dollar more a month to some other obscure thing to watch a show like i'll watch the office about every other year but if it got to the point where it becomes difficult for me to watch let me grab them dvds and and put them in Oh, every two and a half to three hours, I have to get up and change a disc. Ooh, it's That's fine. It, it's you know it's it's you're it's horrible or or whatever. But no, I don't mind as long as I can watch what I want when I want to watch it. See the the thing with that, and I can one hundred percent co-sign with you on the fact that you want to be able to watch it when you want to be able to watch it, and you want to watch the specific content that you want. Like if you notice, because you and I met when owning dvds was where it was at like you saw my collection and i saw yours so to have the office box set is not just the episodes it's the it's the outtakes it's the bloopers i don't get the bloopers when i watch the office on netflix you know like it's it and and i am a person who kind of adopted the whole digital library thing like my google play library is is, it's deep like Mm -hmm. it is i've got hundreds of films in my daggum Google Play library. And if Google ever tries to do the okie doke and take my, my, my authorization away, we're gonna fight. Like I, I've gotta I've gotta find somebody that has on a Google shirt and punched them in the face. Like because I've invested so much of my money into something that I actually don't hold. I'm just basically taking a piece of paper that someone says I've licensed it and and believing that that it's never going to be taken away. But I don't get the I don't get the behind the scenes stuff. I don't get the blooper stuff. Like I like watching Melissa McCarthy movies, Melissa McCarthy movies, because her outtakes are always ridiculous. Like she is a great improv person. Mm-hmm. But whenever I got the boss, uh, like a boss on on um, or you know something like that on Google Play, I don't get that extra stuff. Mm-hmm. So i can I can co-sign with you on the fact that, yeah, you know, having something that you own, there's a little something extra that comes with it. It's not as easily accessible because I can pull up Netflix or whatever on my phone wherever I am, whereas that DVD is at the house. Um, but I still have that box set of the sopranos. I'm not getting rid of it. That thing cost me three bills. I love that thing, and I will never get rid of that now. That is awesome, man. But I promise you, I was not going to keep you long, and I got to get on with the rest of my day. So hit me up with your recommendation. Uh, so recommendation for tonight, I'm going to go with the show that the wife and I watched on Netflix last night called His House. Um, it is to, to because Lovecraft is so popular right now because the show just concluded on HBO, it is of that same filming style. Um, it's about a husband and wife that escaped um from africa to london and it shows the the process they go through through the detention process and then they are assigned they are given asylum in a house that just so happens to be haunted bitch hey i'm saying man that right there is a trippy movie and uh the twist it'll get you i think you should check it out though I will definitely check that out. Mine is also on Netflix. It's the big thing that you have seen. Uh, Cobra Kai. 
Cool. I'm on I'm on season two right now. Season three is coming out in January, but I've enjoyed it, especially anybody who's seen the Karate Kid movies. I think that you will enjoy it, get a lot out of it. It goes into a lot of depth and shows where things are not always black and white. There are good things to people, good and bad sides, and it, it shows that life as well as people are complicated. So that is my recommendation is Cobra Kai from Netflix. So TJ, hit me with all your plugs before I let you go this fine Sunday morning. Oh, absolutely, man. Look, if you want to follow me, it's not that difficult. Um, I am uh, on Twitter at Tokyo J T O K E O J. Don't pay any attention to the handle because I changed that ever so often. The other day, I wanted them to call me Mister. Um, the Tokyo Smoke Show is going to continue on. Um, got a really nice episode coming out today. Um, so go to that. That's on Spreaker, Spotify, Our Heart Radio, the whole nine. Um, we're continuing to do it. You know, Blow One is a phenomenal clothing line that gives me all of my awesome gear. So shouts out to them and big, huge, massive, gigantic shouts to you, Joey, because I'm grateful, um, as always to be able to get on with you and converse a little bit, man. I love you to death, man. Thank you. Always, man. I appreciate it. I am on Facebook, Twitter, and Instagram. I am at the Joey Harris, my other show, Couple Joe Wrestling Show. October again blew us away. Our numbers continue to grow. It was, was our best month yet. I hope November continues along in the same vein. Um, you can get me here I'm, every Sunday. This show will drop later than usual because I can't upload it right now. I'm going to record it and then I've got to go away. When I come back tonight, I will upload it. But usually 9 a.m., Every Sunday, you'll get this show. Uh, a lot of great things planned. And TJ, our last episode that we live episode that we did just it blew me away. I was uh, the I, I we recorded it the weekend before it went up, and I was just I'd had a bad weekend that following weekend. I was driving back home. I was miserable. Mm-hmm. And I had to stop at McDonald's just to get me something to eat. I'm in line and I look and I'm like, ooh, that episode from last week downloaded. So I, I listened to that and man, it just made the rest of my drive just go by so much easier and so much better. It was wonderful. Awesome. And then I put up the older shows that you and I do and that I've done in the past every other week. So there's new content every week. And then the next week was some one that we did from two years ago. And that was and that was great. And I'm like <laughs> and I'm driving around town then. I'm like, wow, man, we we did some really good <laughs> we did some really good shows. And we had talked about stuff I had forgotten about. So it was like it was new to me, even though it was I'm like, wow, that that was really deep. So it it's been really good. So I check those out anywhere that you get your podcast, the Joey Harris show, you can Search it out and you will find it. But thank you, TJ. As always, I appreciate it, sir. And have yourself a great week, everyone. Bye. Be blessed.